Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Let's get it on. Move to the music, We are the inner circle, baby. A little bit of the bubbly. The Monday Night Messiah. For the love of God, stay away from the different dogs. Move to the music, Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of the Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It's him. It is him. That man's a scientist. And that's a fact. It's DPP. Man, that's why it's good to be podcasting right now. (laughs) Somebody's tired. A lot of work this weekend for the old scientist. (laughs) And of course... The third member of our triangular, triumphant trifecta of podcasting. It's none other than the oh-so-fresh-and-funky, the phenomenal AJ Velaz. Happy Saturday, boys! And yes, it's actually Saturday for once. Yeah. Hey, there we go. <laughs> cheers to that, and since we're cheersing it up, and everybody's starting to drink right now, let's play What You Drinking? Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. So DP uh, did a little heavy lifting the past couple days, helping out a, uh, a feller in need and, uh, you know, bringing his back to work over there and got home and decided I need a drink. What is that drink? <laughs> uh, that's the classic. It's, well, the Becky special. It's, uh, you know, Mandarin vodka and a little, uh, what is it? Mandarin vodka? Yeah, Mandarin vodka and pineapple soda I went with because we found some pineapple soda. So as opposed to the orange juice or the pineapple juice. Jesus, this is what happens when you spend 13 hours moving. Yes, that is what I'm drinking. AJ, what is in that hand of yours? Well, we have a multitude of things before we started. Decided to down a little Schmirnoff Ice, the Red, White, and Berry Limited Edition. Currently working on a Miller High Life, but you know, you know, he's going to have the bigger stuff. It's already poured. Is that already poured? It's already that... poured. It's oh already ready. They drink shit warm over there. They're 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 fucking hardcore. Oh god. Yeah, uh, you you know that uh, the Balaz brothers don't waste liquor, but this is booze, actually booze rum and, and coke. more booze. Exactly. It's a uh, it's actually rum and coke instead of uh, the basic Balaz that we usually have because oh, DP's old go-to. Take the rum and cokes. Uh, we we decided yeah nice we're up. we're kind of getting tired of always drinking honey. Let's uh, switch it up a little. So I was on the golf course today. Cheers to uh, Papa PC, who actually beat me for the first time this year. Cheers yeah. to him. Don't ring that fucking bell, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't, I would have. Uh, so I had, a, I had a Coors Light on each nine and came home, had a Voodoo Ranger, and I don't know. I just I think I wanted to go back to the old two-hearted from Bells. But happy Saturday. We got a lot to talk about today, folks. Let's get right into it. And let me tell you what's happening this week on the podcast known as DWI. 
That's how I feel every time I have to listen to that. <laughs> this week, the Big Show sheet reads as such. We got a new Paul Heyman guy. Sami Zayn returns with a likely battle between him and Jeff Hardy upcoming to see who's the real intercontinental champion. Uh, we're going to preview payback. We got some more trivia. And a last call. That is one for all and four for the NXT championship dpp ring the bell wow is that reverberating is that getting there now sure, that it finally works again i'm sure it'll come off great in post <laughs> sounds fine to me that's all that matters <laughs> that is I, all that matters i could give a, a hot true, shit about you guys story <laughs> yeah, the driz- we're the drizzling shits all right let's start with you aj what are your thoughts? As we finished SmackDown last night, Adam Pierce he got the signature from Bray. Bray was friendly enough. He got the signature from Braun. They had to give him what he wanted. And with the encouragement of Vince, said, you get your ass in there and get that signature. Well, Roman seemed fairly calm. And right at the end, it's a spoiler. And there's Paul Heyman, AJ. I absolutely love that. I, I love the fact that he's a Paul Heyman guy. I love the fact that it's kind of pushing him more as a heel. Because, you know, everyone hates him as uh, the shove-down Hulk Hogan babyface that we're all used to. But this should be really good. The, the Samoan ass-kicker basically coming in. and he, He's just there to kick some ass. He, the, the, you don't need the Fiend to change him back to smiling Roman or suffering succotash Roman. No, nah, we uh, we're, we're we're getting the legit Samoan badass. I'll just spear you, punch you in the face, and walk away with your belt and your maybe your girl are you, too. Uh, are you talking about Twipo H? Twipo H. Twipo H. Twipo H. So what I've seen on the dirt sheets, the people who think they know what's going on, is that Braun will be continued to be pushed as a heel. Roman will be continued to be pushed as if he's a heel and the top heel. And that Bray will be continued to be pushed as if he is the top babyface in the company. Now, if you've listened to the Greg DeMarco show or listened to Pot is War and all these other things, DP, what are your thoughts here? Because my thought is it's more of a cross between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brock Lesnar where they're not heels, but they're just not your cookie-cutter John Cena babyface. Right. I think it's it's... You know, we talk about Bray Wyatt, you know, changing people back to their kind of originals or whatever, and it could kind of put him back in the, the Shield style that he was, where he was just, a, like I said, kind of kicking ass guy, didn't really give a shit about anything else, didn't have to say much, he had the other guys to say things, and now he would have Paul Heyman to do the talking for him, and he could just go out there and beat the shit out of people, and... Yeah, not necessarily because the Shield wasn't necessarily a heel team or a babyface team. People, you know, love to cheer them, but they beat up on everybody. So I, I kind of like the, you know, in-between thing. Like said, just like kind of Brock Lesnar was, you know, people could boo him, people could cheer for him. And I just, like, now is the best time to do that, I think, because there's no audience out there and they can 
try this with Roman Reigns and see how it goes. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. So I'm cool with this. I, I think it's awesome. I'm glad they're doing something different because I think a lot of people were clamoring for it. And some of the stuff they've been doing was kind of just, ugh, you know, cheesy garbage crap. And this is like, fuck, now we got something to dig our teeth into. This is awesome. And I, I really hope they do something cool with it. So I like it. I, I like him staying as the not necessarily a heel, not necessarily a baby face. I hate the fact that they're if they're seriously pushing the fiend as the top baby face, I think that's a bunch of shit. He should just be this he should be the heel. He should be that guy who comes around once in a while, you know, not doesn't there every time and is a, supposed to be a scary, you know, intimidating creature and like keep him that way then. Let him stay as this heel. You don't have to you don't have to try and make him a baby face. That's kind of an oddball turn. So I do like what they're doing with Roman Reigns, at least from what it seems, and I hope they continue this path because I think he's he's better when he doesn't talk as much. I know we, we always gave him shit because he was not a good talker, but he was getting better as he did more. But if you don't, like, especially now, if you don't have to, and you can have a guy like Paul Heyman sell his shit, man, just like you do with Brock Lesnar, it could be fucking awesome, and it can lead to something even more awesome down the road when Lesnar does decide to make a comeback and have a couple matches, are they both going to be Heyman guys then? Or how's that going to work? So, well, Right. Do they use... <clears throat> I mean... Oh, jeez. Either way... Um, sorry, Giannis got fouled hard. We're recording as the Bucks are playing the Orlando <laughs> Magic, trying to take care of the series, so that might happen a couple times. But yeah, they're definitely setting themselves up for any Roman-Brock interaction, and it's like... Does Roman turn on Paul to become more of a face, or does Paul turn on Roman to make Roman more of a face too? Like, there's only one way for this to work, you know. Can I... But what are you guys' thoughts on wreck everyone and leave? How was there? That... You have it, folks. How was what, what was they were relating? It? I'm trying to think of. They were relating it to a Stone Cold shirt, right? Is that how that worked? I thought I saw something. Yeah, they were. They, they were trying to relate it to one of Stone Stun Cold's it. popular spurt, like stun everyone and leave or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, something like that. But where? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Nothing's original in wrestling anymore. Come on, we all know this. Well, that's the thing. I think your brother said it on Wednesday. He said, or, or I heard someone say it. It sounds like something your brother would say, that they've done all the same angles all the time now. You know, it's it's they've all been done, so it's just how really how you repackage it, right? Yeah. Where, you know, it, it could be the uh, arrives, the uh, raise hell, leave shirt that uh, Stone Cold has. I think that's the shirt that the, everyone's relating it to. But it, it works for Roman. When everyone loved him in the shield, like DP said, he, Seth and Dean mainly talked. Roman just was there to just be like, "Fuck you! I'm just gonna spear you, and you're dead." That's that's about it. So he doesn't need to talk. He just has to show. It's like I'm gonna kill you. If someone wants to talk for me, go for it. I'm gonna kick your ass. That's how Roman worked. And how would, it goes back to it. How would you guys feel if they kept them together as this just unstoppable fucking duo? when Black Lesnar shows up and they're just this fucking unstoppable force and like they put him in like a tag team and made him like this 
just ridiculous tag team that just kicked the shit out of everybody until finally some tag team st- stepped up and beat them. Well, they could play a, a Sasha Bailey kind of thing with them as well. Like they could be champion on each side. You know, they don't have to get along. I, I don't. I don't necessarily see them winning the tag belts, but I hey, if they held all the gold, you know, that's going to be ratings. You know, heading into WrestleMania, if you could do something like that at the Royal Rumble, bringing Lesnar back, get him to you know kind of be there. I I tweeted out. I said uh, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman enough to pique the Rock's interest. Yeah, All right, there you go. Rock wanted to come back for a match. Well, he, he called you know Daniel Bryan called him out, right? But yeah, fuck. But that's the match. That's the match we want to see. If the Rock can only have one last match, people want to see Roman Reigns versus the Rock. And and you know what? I don't know that. I don't. I don't want to say that Rock owes that to the WWE or to Roman Reigns. But Roman Reigns really deserves that, and I think he really needs it. And I don't think you can go wrong with having Roman do the job or Roman going over in that scenario. But you can go wrong by not giving me a clean finish if those two get together in a match. And it'll obviously be WrestleMania. It wouldn't be anywhere else. Yeah, there's no other place that you would have that. And I would love a Rock versus Roman match. That sounds really good, not going to lie. But I I also like the whole twist on the two-man power trip where Lesnar and Roman just dominate everything in Raw and SmackDown. And then it's just like, fuck you, we're going to hold all the belts. I don't care. Hell, we'll take on NXT if we really have to. So I, I like that idea too, where, you know, Lesnar's not just holding a uh, a world championship for once in his career. Last thoughts here. we got a lot to get to today. I think we did a pretty good job of covering this topic. Last thoughts without getting into, you know, we're going to preview payback here on, on Roman Reigns returning. That being the, the what you didn't see coming at SummerSlam and the Paul Heyman thing. Just go ahead real quick, DP. It's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. It's a spo- I thought of you right when he said that. I go, <laughs> Paul Heyman better be sitting next to him right now. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And I sure enough he was. <laughs> and my opinion on it is wreck everyone, win the universe title, leave. Not the company, but that night, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. L- leave the champion. Leave as the champion of the night, yes. It's definitely going to help ratings. It's definitely going to help more people watch tomorrow night and on Raw and SmackDown. So I like it. It just goes to show that whatever happened with Paul Heyman couldn't have been that bad because they put him right back over on SmackDown with AJ Styles, you know. So... Vince and Paul are always going to have that relationship where Vince can get pissed off and tired of Paul and tell him to go away for three weeks, and then he's going to have this brilliant idea and he needs Paul because Paul's the second coming of Bobby Heenan, and that's the end of it, right? So that's kind of my thoughts there. Let's transition over into another return. The man with the funky dance moves. He's got a little bit more hair on his face and on, on his head. He's none other than the Liberator. Sami Zayn is back and claiming to still be Intercontinental Champion. Never lost it, you know. They, uh, you know, they danced around why exactly, but it's uh, but it's that's fine. I think you know. Generally, the people best know. Was Shinsuke and Cesaro going. Where you been for four months? Yeah. No call. No text. <laughs> Nothing. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, he he has bad service over where he was at. Come on, you don't yeah. know where he, he was. He was on a liberating journey. Yeah, he was out liberating yeah, people. Got on... caught in a ticker, Turkish prison, and you know, you know. 
His phone was on Canadian uh, measurements. <laughs> they, don't get, they don't get 5G over there. They, <laughs> I don't know what the metric term is for 5G. Five A's. <laughs> Five A's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's weird. And it's a strange dynamic. And I don't know, is that, you know, what are they looking to do there? Are they going to try and keep them together still? Or are they just going to keep them split off because they did make those jokes and kind of like, eh, you know, whatever, you have been gone, we don't need you kind of thing almost. So, you know, that'll be another good storyline to see where it goes. And I, I like that idea. You know, they kind of did it with the U.S. title just a short while ago with MVP because of, you know, Apollo, I think, had COVID and went away for a couple weeks there. And they brought in the brand new title and claimed MVP it was his because he bought it and all that stuff. So, you know, that that it's a good it's an easy storyline to do when that something like that happens because, you know, they've done it but they did it before with uh Ramon and HBK with the IC title back then and you know, you have this opportunity if they want to do are, does that match scheduled already or are they gonna do something like a ladder match or I forget that's already it is scheduled for payback. Not scheduled for payback it is not scheduled for payback. But I mean, him, Sami Zayn, the perfect guy for him to come back and feud with is Jeff Hardy, right, AJ? Yeah, I agree. And going with what DP said, I would love to see a, a ladder match between the two. You know, you know, hark back to HBK and Razor with the ladder match for the both the Intercontinental Championships because they can do they both can do a lot of good stuff in the ring on a ladder Hell, you could put them on a piece of two by four and they could probably put on a better match than what most people see so i mean it, the sky's the limit there i would love to see a ladder match though i don't see aj styles getting left out of this either so triple threat ladder match and uh you know, just to watch Hardy and AJ again with Sami Zayn being implemented, I, I think it's a really good way to get Hardy over as that IC champion. I think Hardy can bring that belt back up because people pay attention to him. He can have a great match with anybody. He's going to be really good if he goes against heels that can talk better, and Sami Zayn's the perfect start. Sami Zayn is, is great. and I, What I love about Sami Zayn is he can be heel or babyface and, and sell it but be really good at it. He's he's and he's a great heel because, you know, he's he one of those guys. The, the way he, so well. Oh yeah, you could just you love to hate him so fucking much, you know. And he does such a great job at that. So, getting yeah him being able to do that for Jeff Hardy or whatever to like you said get that Intercontinental title over even more. And if you add AJ Styles to the to that match as well, and getting that over AJ Styles somebody of that caliber too, just you know, yeah, elevates it even more. If you got guys like that in the IC title picture, holy cow, I mean, you can't go wrong. 100%. All right, let's take a quick, quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with your payback preview. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshire.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshire.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Well, this Sunday in Orlando. <laughs> Wait, we just had? Did we just have a pay per view? Hold on, what am I? What am I? What happened? What did I Wait miss? a minute. Hold on. Wait. I kind of uh, like uh, it. 
it's like a it's like a super backlash, a super super quick backlash. <laughs> you know that backlash should always be three weeks right after WrestleMania, but now, you know, we get storylines continuing to come to fruition here, and and it looks like a really good card. I'm actually pretty excited for the show. I'm interested to see what matches they're going to give time. Let's start with Biggie, who's in a big line to getting a big singles push right now, and well deserved, and hope they continue with that. Roman and Big E would be great. Uh, Bray and Big E, anybody, you know, uh, taking on Sheamus, who's who's the gatekeeper, right? Right now, he he he's a guy that they could throw into a pay per view down the road to for challenge for a title. You can push him at any time. He's he's really not affected by getting someone else over. He's he's really a Teflon guy right now. So, I love the fact that we're going to see these two big guys with with all the agility. Hopefully they get enough time, and, and I, I see Big E going over here, AJ. I would love to see Big E go over, you know, since Xavier's still hurt, Kofi got hurt. They can actually show Big E in the limelight, you know, not just like a random intercontinental run that he had years ago because he was with Ziggler and AJ Lee, but you can actually show, like, hey, Big E can actually move. He can wrestle. He He's entertaining. He's good on the mic. He's good everywhere. He's one of the better, bigger men that you have on the roster. And him going up against Sheamus, that, like you said, Sheamus is basically the gatekeeper right now of WWE, especially the SmackDown brand. But I, I have Big E winning this as well. I don't think they're going to derail this only because... Roman came back, like everyone's saying, oh, Roman came back, so Big E's push is going to end. No, it's not how that's going to work. It's We're going to give Big E the rub, see how far he can go. Yeah, I think you guys nailed it all right there. I, Sheamus is definitely the, the Teflon guy, you know, almost the Randy Orton type where you can you can plug him in anywhere and make, make it good, and he's going to sell, you know, a match really well. And you can, yeah, if you want to put him in a title picture, like let's say Reigns wins it or something here, and you know you could you want to plug Sheamus in there to have a pay per view with him. You know you could easily do something like that anytime you want. And right now this is kind of Biggie's time to get pushed up a little more and show off you know more of what he can do as a singles wrestler. Remind you you know hey this is when I was more of the singles guy. This is what I could do and get him higher up in the card and you know hopefully at least in the IC title picture soon if they want to put him up to the to the universal title or whatever sure all for that you know and i don't know how long you know i guess i don't know how long kofi's out and xavier's still out and if you know the new day are gonna kind of get back together at some point or as those two get back biggie kind of goes i don't need you guys anymore or something and can turn himself you know heel doing that i would love to see him as part of the hurt business and move over to raw and be this big and make expand that faction a little more i think that'd be really cool because you know, it would just add to a heelish Big E or something, but I don't know. You know, that's probably down the road. But I, I love Big E here for sure. Like I said, Sheamus can avoid the can absorb the loss, and you know, this is a Biggie's. This is Biggie's time to shine and move up the card. So everybody's got Big E here in the win. Yes, sir. The right. new day. That's uh that's PDA for Big E. <laughs> PC DP AJ PDA. That's a public display of affection. 
for Big E. All right, moving on to the next match. We got Baron Corbin defending the honor of his kingdom versus none other than the bro. Love me some Matt Riddle. Love me some bro, bro, bro. So another thing, it's kind of a similar situation to where you talk about, you know, Sheamus and Big E, where you have this established heel in Baron Corbin and this up-and-coming face with tons of potential and talent trying to get him further along with his character and more established in Matt Riddle. I love everything that Matt Riddle does. I think he's even better when you have fans because they love him. Like, they go crazy for him. The the, the sandal flip-offs and everything, and everybody's chanting bro. And the best part about Riddle isn't any of that. It's He's great worker in the ring. He's good at taking shots from people, too, and selling stuff. So, I mean, for me, Matt Riddle is probably one of my top favorite, top five superstars right now for me, favorite-wise. DP? I can't argue with that. He's he's a guy that definitely benefits from having a crowd for sure. Just the, his demeanor and his attitude and the way he goes about just is 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 even more hyped up when there's a crowd there to ch- chant along and cheer with him. And yeah, I think he's just he's absolutely amazing in the ring. I think he's he's jumped up so quickly here with the you know kind of a arguably a short run in NXT for the most part for most people that are down there and. He is one again that they're just trying to push up the card as well, and you know the fact that he's beaten AJ Styles already and is basically his first match on SmackDown. You just you know this is kind of his time to shine again, just like Big E, and get up there. And boy, those two guys clashing somewhere down the line isn't probably isn't too far down the line actually. And you know again, King Carbon kind of being almost the top heel on SmackDown since he's won the King of the Ring last year and. There hasn't really been anybody else to his level of of heel on on SmackDown that I can think of. So I want to give I want to give Corbin a lot of credit because in watching his backstage, you know, interviews and the way he's talking, he, he's really coming. He's just starting to come into his own on how he delivers his character through his promos. And honestly, he's only going to get better. I I who else? Who brought that up? I can't remember that, but you had McAfee. I can, I do, you know, you read so much stuff and you talk all the time on podcasts and you forget who says <laughs> what. But Baron Corbin roomed with Pat McAfee in training camp when he was on training camp for the Colts. So there's a connection yes. there. I think that was brought up on Pod is War as well. I can't remember um, if I heard it somewhere else, but. I like that. I, I like that put together like that. That'd be awesome. Bring McAfee up and start Corbin's kingdom. And, you know, you got your jester right there. <laughs> yeah. When you got, you know, Shorty G, which, you know, as well is kind of in this weird angle here going on. And it seems like maybe they're going to finally get rid of that, uh, you know, acronym from him or whatever. The, yeah. He He's needs just... to lose two things. One, the Shorty genus, And two, the fucking wrestling basketball shorts that he's wearing. Just make him look like an idiot. Go back to the singlet and just ruin people like Taz. Yeah. Yeah, he's one that yeah. definitely needs that change. Yeah, he, he he needs to stop looking like he just found the generic 
jerseys and whatnot from Walmart or Kmart or whatever and actually <laughs> through the like, lost and found. Hey, this one'll fit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go through Goodwill. It's like holy crap, enough. this is blue and green. <laughs> You didn't sell enough candy bars to get the upgraded jerseys. Ah, damn, that sucks, man. You gotta, you gotta always gotta, uh, you gotta get the good guys in the in the neighborhood for those candy bars. But no, I I completely agree with Shorty G. He needs to be, you know, Kurt Angle 2.0 or Tez, as you said. He, he needs to show it's like I'm gonna break you, and I don't care. As Everyone's reacting to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks game. I have sorry Middleton three and one yeah, Bucks up sixteen with thirty three seconds in the half. There what's, it is, right here. What's, yeah, what's, what's even what's, what's even worse is they got me influenced on it, so I actually have it on a separate screen watching it while we're doing this. What's better is PC Tunney is about six seconds ahead of me, so when he cheers, I know to look at the screen to see what awesome things are happening. Like, oh, I got to cut to the game. All right, right now it's Magic forty eight, Milwaukee sixty. <laughs> 50 seconds left. But, uh... Take us back to wrestling, AJ. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're to go back to wrestling. So, yeah, Shorty G needs to become Kurt Angle again. I agree with King Corbin finally coming to his own. You know, he's always had the, the personality and the look to be like, I'm better than you, I'm an asshole, I, I know how to be an asshole, just... You're beneath me. So the King gimmick works beautifully with him. But, as everyone said... Matt Riddle's coming up in SmackDown, going with a whole new crowd. He needs the crowd behind him, but that doesn't matter because he can actually work in the ring. He can bump. He can do a lot of stuff as Tony reacts more to the game. So now I got to pay attention. No, I'm kidding. Half time. We're good. We're good for the rest of the podcast. Bucks up 17 at the half. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I believe Riddle's going to win this. Riddle's going to, you know, Say it. Screw you, Corbin. I'm. I know I'm better than you. I don't have to say that I'm better than you. I could prove it in the ring. And he's gonna actually get this dub and and payback. Battle Battle Lash, Payday Bar, Kit Kat. Who knows? I like but, it. but yeah, Riddle Riddle's winning this. You know, since we're going back to the the candy bars, getting the better jersey. I like it. I like it. Well, let's do this real quick. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What will be the most prestigious title that Matt Riddle will win in his WWE career? DP? Brother. 24-7 title? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, <laughs> that's hard. Damn, bro. Uh, just because bro. the strap is green doesn't mean that's the oh, only bro. prestigious title Riddle's got to have. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you give a nice hemp belt on that one. Um uh, boy, man. Intercontinental title. He's already did he already no, he didn't win it. Did he it win it before? He, he, he beat AJ it. while AJ was the Intercontinental champion. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. AJ? Uh, I'm also gonna agree with the Intercontinental Championship. I think at some point if Matt Riddle is still with the WWE in three years, he will become a world champion with WWE. Yeah, okay. Like, you're going to fucking remember that. He's put it on his watch. And sh- <laughs> <laughs> August 29th, 2023. SummerSlam is at the end of August. And Matt Riddle, 
eats Roman Reigns for the title. All right, there you go. That's another addition. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Uh, another PDA for Matt Riddle. Yes, sir. Yeah, yep. A public display of affection from DWI Podcast for one, Matt Riddle. All right, little tag team action here. Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio taking on Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Thoughts on this matchup? I mean, we're, I think we're coming to the end of this feud here and, and looking for a way to move the Mysterios on or Dominic on, and I know a lot of people are impressed with him. Really interested to see how they're going to deal with Seth Rollins, considering I would imagine he's going to get some time off when his kid's born. Uh, what are you guys' whole thoughts on everything I just said, AJ? Uh, I completely agree 100% with what you're saying. Dominic looked really good during that SummerSlam match. The only thing that I hate, because it's going to become a liability, is that hood for his attire. <laughs> I didn't that like that. That thing is going to become the biggest distraction in the world. Like, cut it off, or if you want to go full uh, Escobar in NXT, you can take off the mask real quick, and it's like, yeah, I'm my own person, but I still do the luchador heritage. But, uh, yeah, I think this is going to come to an end. Uh, Murphy might have a change of heart. Maybe, who knows, for Rollins to have some time off. I see the Mysterios winning this match. You know, maybe a double six one nine. What is that? Like twelve thirty eight or some shit like that. <laughs> We're but, a cooking uh, show, not I, a math, not a math show. Uh, we 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 drink. We don't. Baking we don't is science, math. though. <laughs> yes. How many how many it pints is. in a gallon? <laughs> is that the metric system? Are we back to Canadian dollars Six? here? Yeah, we're, we're going back to Canada. Eight, with the, with... eight pints in a gallon. Surrey, how many pints in a gallon? <laughs> you didn't get it because you're shucking talking. You should have ears. Oh, God. How many pints in a gallon? Ah, uh, eight. I was right. That's See, the, re- the, reason why, the reason why Siri didn't work at first is because you don't have 5A connection on that. You got 5Gs. Yeah. You don't have 5As. Yeah. Get the metric system out of it. I'm on Wi-Fi, asshole. <laughs> But yeah, I, th- I think the Mysterios are gonna win. Probably do a double six one nine and and get the W. Maybe maybe Seth gets angry at Murphy because he screwed up, or Murphy's like, "Screw this, I don't need you." I like what you're saying in in leading to a Rey Mysterio Buddy Murphy feud, and maybe Murphy, you know, uh, putting Seth Rollins out of commission, and then Seth can come back as a babyface. Murphy needs that. He he's con- he's probably learned from Rollins, and his character has been bolstered since he joined with him so i I think they need to do a good job of putting a a little rocket up his ass when they separate the two of them that being said dominic's gonna be under ray's mask eventually ray's gonna leave and say hey you don't need me anymore here you go the hood will be gone i think he'll be under the mask dp yeah i love that idea that you when you brought that up pc last was it last week but with Dominic eventually, you know, kind of being the one to take the mask over. I think that's awesome, and I really hope they do that, you know, because I know they talked about, you know, Dominic starting to wrestle under a mask, and I think that's the best way to do it, especially if Ray's going to kind of walk off into the sunset or just maybe manage him for a little while or something just to be there at ringside to help him, his character still be over and still have, you know, the Ray, the legendary, legendary Ray Mysterio next to him. They could do that maybe for a few months or something. 
Um, and I, yeah, I, I think the Mysterios are going to end up winning here and get their get their revenge back since they've kind of been on the losing end of this thing, this whole feud for a while, and this could be kind of the end of this feud. And if especially if Seth Rollins is going to be taking some time off here shortly to have the you know be there for the baby and everything, then this is a good time to do it. And I think that might be the most interesting thing coming out of this is what do they do with that side moving forward? Because we saw Austin Theory make a comeback on NXT. If he's sticking around there, then he's not part of the whole Messiah thing anymore. So at this point, it's pretty much, you know, it's pretty much done. You know, they, they, they could easily stop it, have it run its course. I love the idea of Murphy taking out Seth Rollins finally and saying, look, you fuck this shit up. You're not, you know, I don't believe in you anymore and just completely destroy him. <laughs> and, and that's the end of Rollins for a while. And then he can come back after everything's done, come back at Royal rumble and be a surprise entrant and could easily, they could do whatever with him at that point. But I think that's a great idea to get Murphy even more over as a heel to do that to Rollins as he goes off, you know, and takes some time off there. So I, yeah, I love the Mysterios winning this thing. I could easily say, you know, right after this, that if Ray wants to say, hey, we did it, you're ready, here's the mask, let's go. You're ready, I'm going to AEW. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, Becky is due in December, I believe. So I think you give Seth and Buddy Murphy the blow-off in September. Maybe he sticks around for October, but by then he's gone, comes back to Royal Rumble maybe eight weeks, six to eight weeks after the kid's born, if they're still in the same spot. So that makes a lot of sense. And I just want to toot my own horn once again. When we were talking about WWE waiting to re-sign Rey Mysterio heading into the Royal Rumble last year, I said, are they waiting to bring him in so that Dominic is ready? Because I thought the only reason they brought Rey back and Rey came back is to get Dominic in, and everybody likes what he's doing behind the scenes. So I, I, I really think that that's what happened there, and, and I love what they're doing. So another uh, a public display of affection for Ray and Dominic here. Round the horn. Round the horn. There we go. Man, we're going to be so wrong if we're all predicting <laughs> the same thing here. Yeah, we're either batting 1,000 or batting zero. <laughs> so, go home. well, let's get, let's get to the Viper. And And let's see if our PDA is limitless here. Keith Orton. Keith Orton. Keith Orton. Keith Orton. Randall Keith Orton. Ring that bell for you right there. (laughs) Randy Orton, Keith Lee. Gentlemen, your thoughts on Keith Lee being up now and, and, and feuding with Randy Orton right away. You know, they they I see a lot of shit being given because they changed this theme a little bit. I, honestly, I didn't even notice. I wasn't. I guess I would, maybe I wasn't paying that much attention. But and then the whole gear issue and everything because he's a fat guy and you gotta have the fat guy in his fat guy outfit or something. But give me yeah, a yeah. It break. looks like they gave him Samoa Joe shorts and yeah. Joe pulls them off way better. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he definitely fills them up better. There you go. GWA podcast number two forty two. Samoa Joe shorts. God. <laughs> that works so bad. Yeah. Mm. I... DP. Tampa Bay won 3-1. to one. We're up 3-1 to one in the series. Woo, baby. 
Gotta love the lightning. Oh, Go lightning. Win, give us that money. We, we, we went from basketball to <laughs> wrestling to hockey. That's right. And we're a cooking show. I don't know how we do it. And, and we're now a cooking, <laughs> drinking show. <laughs> uh, I, man, this is going to be a great match. I, this, they, I mean, the fact that they're giving Keith Lee a match with Randy Orton on a pay-per-view one week after he just got, after debuted on Raw is pretty awesome. And that's, that's high praise. And I know what they did with him at the Royal Rumble, having the face off with Lesnar. And then at, you know, Survivor Series with the showdown with Roman Reigns, that's like, they're giving him a lot of good praise already there. And then giving him to Randy Orton here um, with, with, I guess, a chance to give Drew McIntyre a pay-per-view off apparently or whatever is pretty awesome. And that's, again, I think we've said, how many times have we said it, that Randy Orton's just such a phenomenal worker, to steal your, your term, AJ. Phenomenal worker. And <laughs> it couldn't be a, it couldn't be a better opponent <laughs> for Keith Lee to feel safer and more comfortable on the main roster, giving that, giving him his, the first opportunity to go against Randy Orton. And again, just gives him that it's a high caliber match already right off the bat means I think means good things for Keith Lee, which I'm really excited about. Cause I always get nervous when any guy gets called up to the main roster because nine times out of 10, they get buried and they get lost and they go away and they don't get that same level that they had in NXT. So to do this with Keith Lee right off the bat is fantastic, and I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be awesome. I don't think he gets the win here. I think Randy Orton gets it because I don't think he needs it just yet, and it can be kind of that eye-opening thing like, hey, big boy, you're on the main roster now. Now you got to deal with me, Randy Orton, and it ain't going to happen. So I like Randy Orton here, and I think it just – it. It doesn't hurt Keith Lee necessarily to have that loss, and I think it gives him that that extra motivation and can give the story an extra push. Like I need to really up my game even more now because this is way different than NXT. So I got RKO here with an RKO out of nowhere. I I, I like. All right, I, I'm with the entire community where it's like the theme change is just. I noticed it right away. I didn't like it. It makes. It makes legal sense as to why they changed it, and Keith also agreed to it changing, so it's understandable. He agreed to it. We should stop complaining about it. As much as I love who is he, who's that champ I see, rhetorical question, we all know the answer is Keith Lee. But um, we are not going PDA on this one because I think Keith's actually going to get the rub and the win against Randall Keith Orton. Where uh, Randy might have to reevaluate the RKO a little bit, where maybe people can predict it now. Maybe it might not come out of nowhere like everyone says it does. Maybe Keith catches it and does the Big Bang catastrophe, or maybe puts him in a spirit bomb. One, two, three. It. I see Keith winning this only because he's thrown into a high caliber match against quite possibly currently the guy in WWE right now. And what better way than to actually get a win on the legend killer creating the legend of Keith Lee on Monday Night Raw. Randy Orton is the guy in all of professional wrestling on the planet Earth whenever Randy Orton is interested in being the apex predator, right? 
and he's been interested, and they've done some great things with him. I think it means more to Randy right now to give meaning to Drew McIntyre's run and give meaning to Keith Lee as he arrives on the main roster. I, I know he, he's going to want a, a title run again down the line, and why shouldn't he? I mean, look at the guy. I mean, he's he's well, well, well into his career and still looks the way he does, still shows up the way he does, still delivers the way he does, and still can put on a really good match in big situations. I don't see how you could have Keith Lee not go over here, especially if Randy's looking for some time off. Give him a break. Roman's back. Give him a break till. So Survivor Series, have him be the special guest, the, the, the special entrant on a team, right? And bring him back then. Or, or let him take time off. I don't know how much time he wants off. If Randy's not taking time off, it gets a little more complicated and how this win's going to go down. But I'm still going to go with Keith Lee. So we got we got P and A for Keith Lee and a little D for Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton's got a little D? Is that her title here? <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so pissed off. Maybe that's why he's so pissed off all the time. You can put that up there. You're publishing it. If you want to incur the wrath of Randy Orton, you go ahead and put that up there. EWI podcast number 242. Randy Orton's got a little D. Oh, God. Don't watch this one, Randy. If you watch any of them, don't watch this one. Oh, God. (laughs) Next topic. That United States Championship. I, I like how the belt looks just not on TV. It doesn't, it's hard to see the letters on TV. I feel like, but seeing it just in a picture, I like the, I like it aesthetically, but I don't know. I feel like Lashley could get out of here with a victory possibly. I mean, the hurt business, are they just, are they mid card gatekeepers or what AJ? I, I would love to see Lashley win this. I would love to actually see Lashley get another title opportunity granted it's the united states he's held it before he's fine with it but (laughs) bucks had a three-pointer it sounds like town lord knows where pc tony's going but um but yeah no i Uh, I like also also that wasn't a three that was a two just so everybody knows (laughs) wasn't i'm not watching at the moment sorry sorry sir (laughs) Sorry, AJ. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I'm not that conceited. Go about your business. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is, if you don't have Lashley win this, you're kind of making the entire Hurt business a joke. You're making it so it's, oh, MVP couldn't get the job done, and now... Lashley can't get the job done for whatever reason, and Shelton's holding the 24-7 title unless it changed randomly while we're recording this because, you know, our truths a cheeky motherfucker. But <laughs> I I feel like um, Lashley should win this only so we don't think that the Hurt Business is a giant joke where it should actually be a stable that people should fear on Monday Night Raw and not just... They're just going to grow in number, but they're not going to be like the NWO where they're actually successful. What what do you think, DP? Yeah, this is, I kind of feel the same way. This is kind of almost a make or break time for them. They either need to do something with these guys or or they're just, yeah, they're just kind of a joke because, you know, they're showing up on Raw Underground the first time and saying this is, you know, we're taking over basically. And then you don't see them again, but then all of a sudden they showed up one more time and it's like, 
okay, yeah, and you got Benjamin winning the you know twenty four seven title. Eh, okay, great, but then you know they're seem to be like you said more of a you know they could be more of a joke if they don't eventually kind of do something with these guys and getting Lashley with the United States Championship would be a really good step to starting that and something that we've you know they've been toying with and talking about and we've been wondering if if you know they're ever going to get involved is Cedric Alexander and potentially Ricochet but you know they seem to be pushing hard to get Cedric Alexander and they continue to which means you know at some point they're going to pay that off I would hope (laughs) I'll say hope because sometimes they just don't pay things off so you think that the way they're pushing that, that eventually Cedric Alexander is going to join that team. And this would be, again, we said it at SummerSlam, you know, he could interfere in the match because those, because the rest of the Hurt Locker wasn't Hurt Business, the Hurt Locker, every time, was not allowed at ringside. So Cedric Alexander would have been a perfect time for him to interfere. This is another opportunity he could interfere, cost Cruz the title, join the group, and we go from there and Cruz does whatever he wants to do, I guess. It has a feud with Alexander and whatever, but I'm with you. I like Bobby Lashley winning the title here. I think this is a good good spot for them to get some gold and expand expand their group with Cedric Alexander and keep moving in a positive direction for this for the Hurt Business. We gotta do this again. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Five words or less. Your thoughts on Raw Underground? I think it is garbage. That's five. Yeah. AJ? It might have potential. That's four. (laughs) I I, I was going... You know, it said five or less. He didn't say it had to be five. He's like, I didn't say syllables, asshole. (laughs) I know, I'm thinking syllables, and I'm like... I think it has potential. Oh, wait, no, I'm not trying to do a haiku here. Fuck. It's like it's like in first grade. Here's how you figure out syllables. Potential. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not useless. I like That'll that. That'll be the second and last edition today. Yeah. Well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. All right, who's got Lashley? Who's got Cruz? DP, he ran away. I don't know what that means. Uh, AJ, you got Lashley or Cruz here? That title staying on Cruz? Uh, no, I think Lashley wins this, and I think DP also said Lashley. I got, I got Lashley as well, yes, sir. Lashley. Yep, there we go. I'm going Cruz. Oh. I'm going Cruz. I think he runs the runs the gambit here and goes on, and they're going to really test his medal and see what they got there. Why not have him go over everybody there and see what he can do next? So that's that's my opinion there, man. Real quick break. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Ding dong, Sasha and Bailey taking on Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Everything to me points to Nia and Shayna winning, except the fact that Nia and Shayna don't like each other and 
what better way to start a feud to have them compete for a number one contendership? I'm pretty sure Nia and Shane are both on Raw. And it's just, I know we're going to get to Sasha and Bailey at some point, but even if it's Survivor Series, that's a little ways away. I don't think they waste this before Survivor Series. Like, if you can keep them with, I mean, I know they're already hinting at it. I, what are you guys' thoughts, DP? This... I mean, Sasha, Sasha versus Bailey for that SmackDown Women's Championship is happening at some point, right? I mean, they've already started talking about it on SmackDown, where she talked about, you know, some people just can't hold two belts. I should have never let you challenge Asuka. Yeah, exactly. And then they've been building this for how long, and we've been, you know, waiting for it to happen and everything. And I, you know, I know she said, "I'm sorry to cut you off," but she said. I, sh- I knew you're with your record of defending the Raw Championship that you never could. I mean, they're, right. it's like yeah. they're, they're holding the jab, ground right jab, now. They're jab. watering it. They're putting extra fertilizer on it. They're, they're putting straw over the top of the grass seeds so that the crows don't come and eat it. I mean, they're really cultivating this right now. Pow, right in the kitchen. Pow, right in the kitchen. Pow, right in the kitchen. <laughs> <Ding dong. laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's... Yeah, and they've been building and building, and they're, it's just getting, you know, closer and closer, and the more the jabs are starting to hit and everything like that, and we're gonna get this payoff at some point down the road. We thought it was, we ever thought it was gonna happen at last WrestleMania, and I know a lot of people, you know, current or the new generation of fans can't wait for payoffs and don't like the slow builds or can't deal with the slow builds, but this is. Slow builds are but what that's are why awesome. They're so disappointed in everything because there are no good payoffs yeah. anymore. This is what this is what a good this is what a great build is and what a great payoff can be when you just just build it up, build it up, and finally it just fucking boils over, and it could be an awesome match when the mega powers exploded. This is this is what it can be, and this is what makes some of these storylines great when you do this kind of build, and it's going to happen eventually, and. I, you know, I kind of thought this was the spot where it was going to start to happen because I, I predicted that they would both lose their titles, then lose the tag titles here, and it would just be off into the races. I kind of feel like they're going to wait till WrestleMania for this payoff because that's really the next big one if it wasn't going to happen at SummerSlam. Survivor Series is always kind of the, you know, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT thing now, so they might even wait. And I don't, I don't like it being at the Royal Rumble, so... WrestleMania is kind of where it's at, and and that's still a long ways away. So I don't know how we get there. I still feel like they're going to lose these titles now, though, just because something's going to happen here. And despite the fact that Baszler and Jax hate each other, boy, how often have we seen two people that hate each other win tag titles and have to deal with it all the fucking time? And the fact that the <laughs> women's tag team division is such a joke that they have no other team to go against them that they had to plug these two people in just makes it even worse. That's unfortunate for the women's division, honestly. But to give Baszler and Jax the titles and have them kind of become a hatred but friends over the hatred because they could just beat the shit out of everybody for a while and it gives them a different, you know, something else to do while they maybe put some other people in the, uh, you know, title matches. Cool. I'm down with it. I like it. And I'll I'll enjoy it while it happens because I like Baszler and while I don't necessarily like Nia Jackson the way she works I think 
the character she could play here as as the monster heel with Baszler as the monster submission specialist. They could run roughshod over the women's division for a while as the tag champs. So give it to them. Give them the titles while Bailey and Sasha continue their feuds. I like it. Yeah, I completely agree where, you know, Nia Jax and Shayna are going with the whole the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Question mark? Upside down triangle? I don't know. But... No, no, no DP. You're DPP, not DDP. Come on. Close enough. Hey, yo, it's me. <laughs> it's me. It's DPP. Yeah, it worked. I might, I might just give you a free point for trivia it's right bit. there. It's my bit, man. I get <laughs> a point. I already answered a question. This is total BS. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, God, I just wanted to see Tony's reaction, and it was perfect. Anyway. That's good. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I, I see Sasha and Bailey not not retaining this. Nia Jax, I agree. We all know the track record of her in the ring, you know, the whole... Granted, it started Becky Lynch as the man, but we all know how that happened, how it started... Uh, Kyrie getting hurt, and the list goes on and on and on. Why is there a scroll rolling down my? Oh, never mind. I know. There was a scroll rolling down my floor right there of how long that list was. <laughs> but um, was it as long as the thousand and one holds by Jericho? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I see Nia Jackson Shayna winning this. I like Shayna. Basically dominating and weakening them with submission Hold moves. One. Midnight. Arm drag. Hold two. Arm bar. Hold three. The moss covered. Three handle family redundant. I still got two hundred more. I got two hundred more. Let me go. I got two hundred more holds. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Okay, to go off record with going on that, did anyone else see when he was on a uh, interview where he actually finished the list of 104 holds? I did not. No. I, I I vaguely remember it was either ESPN or something. He actually was like, you know, you never finished all of your holds. It's like, well, I got a list right here, and he actually tried to finish off the list and then went to commercial. <laughs> so I think I think it was ESPN or or Fox Sports or something like that. But yeah. Uh, getting back to the actual card, uh, I, I like, you know, Shayna weakening them with the Kirifuda clutch and all of her submissions, and then Nia Jax goes in for the kill, hopefully not literally, and we have new Raw, <laughs> we have new tag team champions. <laughs> Tony, what do you think? <laughs> I, you know, I'm okay with whatever they do here, I just, I think it's too soon to get the titles off of Sasha and Bailey, so that's the way I'm going to predict it. I'm going to have Sasha and Bailey get a win here, and this Nia Shayna thing is going to turn into a feud between those two. But I could I could also see DP's point of, of Nia and Sasha becoming a tag team Shana. and kind of getting their characters over. Shayna, sorry, a lot of shs in there. Um, there's only one legit boss though. And in the end, she's going to come out in spades ahead of everybody else here once she goes over Bailey. But I think it's too soon. I'm going to pick Sasha and Bailey to retain here. 
Uh, I think <laughs> Bailey can be like it wasn't, you know, despite what? what? Lose his mind over there. Before we get to the final match, I am so proud of the fact that I got the biggest laugh in the other room. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, what happened? Because of the hopefully not literally kill someone. Oh yeah, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, that's a worry sometimes with Nia. I'm but... so proud that I can make my brother laugh from the other room. <laughs> I am so happy. I, I, I'm officially retired. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, cheers to that. Well, cheers to that. So I'm going to go Sasha and Bailey. AJ, you got Nia and Shayna. Yes, sir. DP. Nia and Shayna. Wow. Okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We got one match left to talk about. This is my yard now. Wreck everyone and leave. There is not a doubt in my mind. And likely I'm usually wrong if that happens. <laughs> but I definitely have Roman Reigns coming away with the championship here. And I see Bray and Braun going on to feud. I I only have one thing to say about this match, honestly, because I could go on and on about it, but it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Yeah, you've been on that. And that's it. But Paul didn't say it this time. Roman said it. That's the only thing that worries me. That is true. That is true. So, and obviously what they... If, they what, dr- if, uh, what, if, what if it's a swerve where Braun Strowman is the Paul Heyman guy? <laughs> And he did all this, but then you're not getting Roman over as a badass, right? Or or are you? You know, I mean, then there just wasn't enough time. Then why not? Bray Wyatt is definitely not a Paul Heyman, (laughs) right? There's no way we end up with Paul Heyman and the Fiend. What are you talking about? Paul Heyman could totally be like Mercy the Buzzard. I see Puppet Heyman showing up on SmackDown next week. (laughs) We're gonna have Puppet Heyman, just like we had Puppet Vince. Showing up. Is, is, is Puppet Heyman gonna have the the brick phone from the '90s, like like Paulie yes, Dangerously? Yes, he should. He should oh, have the ponytail yeah. and everything. Yes. Danger E. They'll call him Danger E or yes. Danger P. Danger P. Danger Paulie P. Dangerous. With the ponytail and the phone. Yes. Oh Boy, if if there's a Danger P with the ponytail and the phone, that's my best prediction ever. <laughs> You, then you should you should retire because that that is ridiculous. Uh, I couldn't retire. There's too many people that count on me. <laughs> oh God! But go ahead, AJ. But yeah, if if Roman doesn't win this, this is just a wasted opportunity to make Roman actually look legitimate, in my opinion. We've had Bray show, like, I can change anyone into their old selves with the whole hurt and heal, yeah. And then Strowman just trying to motor down anything that walks, breathes, or has a pulse, including Alexa Bliss. But well, that wasn't yeah. sexual. Don't 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 Hi, tilt Alexa. your heads like that. Yeah. Hi, I have no problem running down Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Alexa. Hello! I'm down. We just made it sexual. You want to play? <laughs> play with Nikki. I'll play with you, Becky. It's close to I got to well, Alexa. Yeah. Very, very Nikillian Dane. I ain't fucking with that guy. He's got more hair on his back than I do. Yeah, that just means he got a shot. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what you're into. <laughs> oh, God, I feel awful about that. But no, there's no way that Roman doesn't win this. Spear, like three spears to one, someone, three spears to another, maybe a Superman punch. Maybe we'll call it the Bizarro punch now that he's a heel, but like Roman that. wins. Just Roman wins. Just fuck it. What's... Do we get a shirtless Roman? Does he ditch the vest? I would love to see new ring gear from Roman. He 100%. I don't think. Get rid of the vest. 100% right, is, is this, should be, is this should be new ring gear. Final opinion? Why can't he be... Why can't he come out in, like, dark, like, brooding Cena attire where he has the cargo shorts and it's all black and dark? Yeah, AJ loves it. Look at him. He's ecstatic. I'm kidding about that, but he needs a new... I, he probably won't, but I would love to see him, you know, in something different. Maybe like a, uh, uh, oh God, I, I haven't done my daily dose of killing Tony with TNA, but um, maybe the whole uh, sleeveless shirt that AJ did when he was the anti-hero with the no one, where maybe maybe Roman comes out with that, it's tight, you can actually like see muscles and whatnot. Maybe but, we can see that. Goes- what if he goes Randy Orton and gets rid of everything and just wears trunks, knee pads, and boots? Didn't he wear that when he was in OVW or, or in that OVW? <laughs> in yeah, NXT. Florida Championship Wrestling, you mean? FCW, yeah, Jesus. FCW. Yeah, I thought he just did. Just he doesn't bring back the checkmate. I could see him, I could see him doing that. I, 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 I think, I, I never understood why he never got rid of the vest and didn't they, go like a shirtless. I think they sell the vests, though. Don't they sell the vests? Probably. They either sell the vests or, or or even the. I think they also sell the gloves too. Right. It's it's one one or both. I think he should walk down to the ring with I'm a Paul Heyman guy T-shirt on, and then take the T-shirt. Oh, he off won't and do that. He won't do that. He's gonna be wreck not. everything and leave shirt. So he might probably wrestle with that. I hope he but doesn't. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Is it PDA for Roman Reigns DP? Because I know AJ and I got Roman Reigns walking away with the title. Yeah, it's PDA. Based on that, I got a feeling he's not going to win it, but that's cool. I, I still think he should, based on everything they're doing with him. I mean, what what are the chances Brock Lesnar comes back and screws him out of this title? That's what I like down the road here. Is I, li- I like that we either get a clash of Reigns versus Lesnar down the line, and I think Reigns needs to hold the title for a while. Or if we get that, if we get the Rock at WrestleMania, that's the that's the end all be all. That'd be awesome, but. I think we get one or the other, honestly, and and that's, I feel like that's probably the best path that they can do. And guys like the Fiend and Braun Strowman don't necessarily need the title, and I think Reigns kind of needs it more than them. So, and if you're doing this whole Paul Heyman thing, definitely, definitely need to up the ante with giving him the title. All right, we all got Big E, we all got Riddle, we all got Ray and Dom, uh, Andrew, AJ, sorry. Sorry, AJ and I got. Here we go. I just seen the A. Yeah, I fucked it up. AJ (laughs) and I got uh, Keith Lee. DP's got Orton with a little D. I'm the only one with Cruz, and I'm the only one with Sasha and Bailey retaining. Both of you guys got Lashley and Nia and Baszler becoming new champions, and we're all taking Roman Reigns. Last thoughts on this payback card. For me, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think there's a lot of things that are going to twist and turn and come into new storylines and kind of move things in different directions, and I really like the matchups in the card. I'm kind of... I'm a little 
perturbed that they didn't put either IC title match on one of these two cards, SummerSlam or Payback. Like, we, they gave Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles away on regular television with the title change and then didn't have any kind of rematch or payback match. That's for, for Fox, though. Uh, yeah, give Fox I get it. that title. That's not bad. Ratings. If it goes more, hey, if that goes more towards this is Fox's title and U and USA title is USA's title, I mean, think about that. We can finally combine these fucking championships and have one champion for the men and women on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I won't argue. Uh, you know, there's, I'm 50-50. There's a good handful of matches I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm looking forward to what this should be, and that's kind of the end of a few feuds and kind of the turn to a beginning of new ones. So I want to see something like that happen. I, I love some of the things that have been hinting towards and going on with Reigns back and Heyman and the Mysterios and what might happen with the, you know, the Monday Night Messiahs and stuff. So... There's some good stuff that can come out of this. It's it's weird that they're doing it one week after SummerSlam, but it's fine. You got the if you got the network, who gives a shit? You know, you're not paying sixty bucks for it or whatever. So it's cool. I bring it on. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I mean, right now we got and three payback, title changes. Uh, tw- September 27th is Clash of Champions. November 1st is Hell in the Cell. So there's two more pay per views between Payback and Survivor Series. Yep. AJ. Right. That's that, that's a good amount of time for Survivor Series to have some big time uh big time feuds happening, but I, the only thing that's that's souring me on this entire pay-per-view is it's a week removed from SummerSlam. That, that that's the only thing that's bugging me where I like most of the matches, I'm not going to lie, Keith Lee versus Orton's probably going to be the match of the night. Uh, it's Paul something Cruz. different, though. It's something different. Get behind something different, right? It, I mean, it's think about different. how long we had, to, we had to wait forever. I don't even remember what the pay-per-view was in July. It was the Swamp Thing or whatever that they did, right? <laughs> it was... Uh, here, I, it was Horror Show at Extreme, Extreme Rules, Extreme right? Rules. Was that what it was? I yeah. mean, shit. No one wants hey, to you see should, this. You should remember, you should remember that. I had problem. to review it. Oh, I can't even bring it back up anymore. I don't even have it on my options. For I get it. Anymore. Oh, so. good. I mean, what? <laughs> there's there's different and there's enjoyable, and that's a big difference. I'm not saying anything necessarily to this part of it because I, I don't necessarily care because with the WWE Network, fine. If they want to put it on right after, I, I, to, I guess I don't necessarily have a problem with it. It's just... I think that's from my side of it is different is one thing making it enjoyable and fun is another, but I get it, which I completely agree with where it is different. You know, I'll probably come around to it and knowing Andrew, if he's just like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this entire show. You can review it like he did with extreme rules. As I hear another laugh from the other room, um, I'm probably going to enjoy this match a little, or not just the match, the card in general, just the entire show where, he'll you know, watch. I, I always watch, but it's, Oh, I said, he'll watch. He'll only watch over my shoulder. Like, oh, is this anything good? Oh, it's okay. Never mind. Uh, nitpick this, nitpick this, man. It's a good thing that I had you review this and not me. Shit on it. He's just getting, shit I on know it. for a oh. fact he's getting ideas in his head right now. 
as I hear a fuck you in the distance. <laughs> yes! What a, yes! Might be for both of us. Fuck you, <laughs> But, uh, just... it, it, it's different, I like it, and I, I, the only thing that I'm just soured on is it's too close with the last pay-per-view that we did. That's the only thing that's bugging me. I'm not saying it's gonna be bad, I'm just saying... Week removed? Eh, who knows? Generally, like, generally, I pay-per-views are to build off of a storyline that you're building up to, and this is like Tony said, it's like backlash, but done early. It's the backlash was supposed to be like, hey, we're getting, you know, it's what happens after WrestleMania, and we want to, you know, either finish off the feud or, or, or know, get it. that revenge, and that's what this is. You know, it's just they're yeah. doing it sooner, which is. Like it, uh, like it or hate it, kind of thing. That's just things so happening. PC. There's a lot of things that there's a lot of things that happen at SummerSlam that aren't happening on Payback, though. Like Drew McIntyre doesn't have a match. Right. There's no tag team uh, title matches on the men's side. There's only two Payback. So they're paying off payback other matches. <laughs> yeah, they're well, they're I mean they're paying off more and they're paying off other storylines too, though. The Roman added to this mm-hmm. different. I'll just I'll end it with this. We had the horror show at Extreme Rules. We had SummerSlam, you won't see it coming. Why couldn't we have the payback at payback? It just it just would have worked so well, and it would have made me so, so very, very happy. Uh, well, everyone knows it's uh, trivia time due to the fact that Tani just had to go and grab some more alcohol. Oh, come I, on. It's basically our weekly, uh, our, our weekly fun. You guys are going to have to talk for a minute. I, 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 I can mouth. talk all shut day your if mouth. I really want to. Hey, shut your, you shut your mouth. But... Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Couldn't have said it better myself. So it is phenomenal funky facts. I swear I need to put that on a t-shirt at some point in time. And... Yes. Oh, God. AJ's getting ideas of, uh, of a phenomenal funky fact shirt. This is bad news. Oh, but, that uh, beautiful. What's even worse is I've actually thought of this. It's the worst part. It'll be like it'll be like a parody of Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, but it's gonna be <laughs> me with the slick back hair and the glasses, with the 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 notepad in my hand. Like here's the facts. Nice. I like it. I don't know. Uh, I'll dabble with it later. But again, phenomenal funky facts. Our fun little weekly COVID break of wrestling trivia that we always have. I couldn't find alliteration for that. I just made it up on the spot. So, again, we got three questions, and I know Tony wants his payback since uh, Kenny actually won last week. Oh, I let him. Oh, you let Ooh, Are we going to have to have Kenny back next week if we can dude, possibly the, get him back? Dude, jumps He's the pond, tries to, steal, tries to steal, our, steal the title, and then run away. Let's, that's a bunch of shit. It's fine. We got the title right over here. Look at that. Look at that thing. So pretty. <laughs> Come on, I can actually use props as a... Anyway. So... 
I'll be nice, Tony. I'll let you get first crack at uh at the doors. And I don't just mean Morrison. I I mean the actual choices that you have for door number one, door number two, and door number three. You know what my favorite thing about the doors was? Riders of the Storm? No, the base. The base was excellent for the doors. (laughs) You guys know nothing. There was no base. The doors didn't have a base in their... I know. That's why I played the rim shot. Give me number two. Give me number two. Door number two. No zonk, no zonk, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. Door number two. All right, door number two. Wrestling question. Holy shit, it's a wrestling question. (laughs) What was the name of Randy Orton's finisher in 2002 when he came up? Oh, I know this. Oh, there is a bonus to this. I'm uh, be nice. There is a bonus. Oh, I know it. I can't think of a fucking name. I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna remember it. There's two. more time I get more time no well, then I got I'll nothing. give him 15 no. seconds no, no you won't no you gotta answer right fucking no because <laughs> he figured it out didn't he best finisher ever god no, no. I got nothing uh, it's like the, it's, no I don't got it it's like it was his it was, he dove off the top rope it was a it was a splash off the top rope yeah nope. it was that no, was what he first did. What? That was what the first thing he did before he had yeah. a finisher. Then, it's the first thing that he did before a finisher. But in 2002, when he debuted on SmackDown, the Diamond Cutter, the Executioner. No. no. The he had a oh, move the called the Ozone. Oh, Ozone. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're all happy so, to forget that. Hold on. I did see there was a bonus to this. I did say there was a bonus to this, so I'll let you get a redemption point. What is that like worth? Wait, wait, wait. Is a redemption point worth two regular points? No, it's worth one. Shut, shut up. <laughs> That's weird. That's just weird. The redemption point worth one point is what current WWE superstar has that finishing move? The Ozone, the Overdrive. Do we have to write it down? Oh. Oh, I don't know his name. Can, I don't, he knows exactly what move it is now. Does he? I'm pretty sure. So uh, I, I actually paid attention to the clock here. Uh, so you guys got 20 seconds. I'm ready. I don't know his name. I'm not sure who. I can't remember his name. I think this is right, though. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Current. Current. No, I know. I know. Tony? The cruiserweight champion. <laughs> no. That's Escobar. No. Oh no. DP right. MVP has it. It is the playmaker. Yes, it is. The neck. The stupid leg. The leg neck over breaker. the head. Yeah. Yeah. The head leg neck breaker thing. Yeah, where he spins that was him over. Orton's first finish 
before he actually Why are we did... doing redemption questions? It's, uh... it's supposed to be three fucking questions. This is total BS. It's a shake, rattle, and roll with his leg over his head. That's oh, what it is. fuck off. <laughs> so, uh, he has uh, a point there. I think right that's the first question I've gotten right in about three months. Just crab on a stick. Shit <laughs> like that, I don't know. Uh, it's been like six to eight weeks that it you has. haven't answered it's brutal. <laughs> brutal. Because it's so, not WWE yes. in the 80s. I don't know the answer. <laughs> so, uh, since Tony asked for door number two, uh, DP, do you want door number one or door number three? Uh, all right, Richard Carr, and I'll take door number one. All right, door number one. I'm not going to get the Wheel of Fortune sound effect. Oh, I'm sorry. Here. Oh, you're right. I didn't do the first one. There you go. My bad. First Tony, you're just angry. Take a fucking point away. He's lazy on his fucking sound effects. <laughs> just did it after I said it. Come on. Wait, you don't have to say anything. Wait, I would do it just for... I mean, I had your theme going right away. That's a point. <laughs> oh, my God. That's because you, you have it. You run it. Maybe you can great. shut your dick holster. <laughs> well, just so you know, I don't holster my dick in my mouth, so I will not. <laughs> hey, phrasing! <laughs> Since we went with the Archer reference, I had to do another one. No way. Before Tunny goes on a rampage. Oh, that was a great video game. Rampage. It's the other wrestling question. Horrible movie. Sorry, Rock. I want my money back. Much God. like you asked Hogan for your money back on the nanny or whatever the fuck that was. God. Oh, Suburban Commando, I think. Yeah. Either or. Anyway, next question. What was Terra Ryzen's? Submission finisher in WCW. What oh, Jesus? Finisher? Is that a submission finisher? known as Triple H. <laughs> well, Fuck. The bonus question was, who was terrorizing? That would have been... Oh, I said it first. Oh, easy. I think he got it right. Oh, it might be a half Boston Crab, actually. This is what I wrote down. Boston Crab Sleeper? You're both wrong. Yeah, actually. Half, was it an STO? Half crab? Was that was going to be my first crab? guess. It was an inverted Indian Deathlock. That's what I said. That's what this says. Inverted Indian Deathlock. I'm a sleeper with my own four eyes here. I know you read Boston Crab, but you got to read between the lines. Red sleeper. Yeah, it says right in one, two, three, four. No, I was wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's why why Terror Rising didn't make it. That's right. Terror Rising didn't make it, but Hunter Hearst Helmsley did. Totally. Okay. Since Tony wanted to ruin the bonus question that I had for it. I'll throw a new bonus question into it. How did I ruin the bonus question? Because the bonus question was going to be who was terrorizing. Oh, we would have both got that. Yep. That's a shoot. That's a shoot. We knew that. Fine. Bonus (laughs) question. So the final one 
And I'll Definitely be fan. I'll be really surprised if any of you get this. This is the oh uh yeah, the Kyle Petty. Kyle Petty. The, the, this <laughs> that's a point. That's five points. I win. Call it. Call it. Kyle Petty out of your ass. No, no. No. <sighs> This is the Andrew rubbing off on me because it is a Japanese wrestling question. Ah, here we go. That means I have a better chance to DP. I you love got a 100% better chance. <laughs> Okada. That's the only one I got. It's Okada. <laughs> Who innovated, as in created, the shooting star press? I will be nice because Andrew's an asshole, so this will be the asshole Andrew opinionated douchebaggery. If you can actually give me his real fucking name, you just win. Boy. No, oh, well, it can't be him. in New Japan? There's no way. He, he used to? He no, used currently? To. No. Not currently, okay. Uh, 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 Doody doo. Yeah, playing like duty. It's only six point lead. And they're only up six now. What the fuck, man? I was about to say I'm at like I'm at nine minutes and they're still winning by eleven. No, no. Yeah. I have problems in minutes. I have no idea. I mean, if you know his real name, means that it's someone we don't even know who the fuck it is. Uh, you guys know who it is. He's, he's, he's a prominent Japanese wrestler that's been all over the world. Okay, then I'll go like this, then. It's not Yokozuna, I'm is ready. It? No, it's definitely not Yokozuna. Like he was Samoan, so... I don't, yeah, and I'm not sure Yokozuna ever wrestled in Japan. I don't know. I don't know. All I got right, no I'm, answer. I'm on that one. I got no answer. Oh, there you go. I was gonna say Acai, like, but he did the uh, Acai moonsault, not the shooting star. So, yes, it's what Dragon did the Acai moonsault. <sighs> Fuck! I'm gonna need another question because Tony actually got it right with hey, Liger. Hey, look at that! Thunder Liger, sweet, was actually called the shooting star back then. Nice. I can't. Oh, Starman for pro wrestling on, on Nintendo Entertainment System. That was it. That's who did it first. I gotta pull another thing out of my ass, so we're gonna go hey, back to the whole. Hey, go, hey, phrasing. No, rabbit. We're gonna go back to the terrorizing question. No. Oh crap! Triple H. <laughs> what? Shut up. When was? Vinny Vegas. And I actually looked this up. I actually looked this up. I did my extensive research. I went on the WWE Network and watched every single freaking major match. When was the last time terrorizing uh, Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, Triple H, the, the King of Kings, the Cerebral Assassin, when was the last major show that he pulled off the inverted Indian Deathlock? What? The last show? What the fuck? Is it in w All right, can you can you give us can you is it in WWE? I think it it's in WWF. Okay. All right. You can give Fair me enough. the show, you can give me the specific show he did it to or, or he did it on or the person he did it on. This is pay-per-view. You don't try and help him out. <laughs> I know what you're doing. 
pay-per-view. You can hear me, asshole! I'm helping us both out! <laughs> Alright, fine. It was a pay-per-view. Ah, well, that means I gotta delete right here. Let me erase raw. Alright. <laughs> Because uh, oh. I really had to look it up. Oh, then it's that, that, that long ago? Jesus. It was a real, like, yeah. a long, long time ago. Well, yeah, he's really young, so. <laughs> I can still remember when he didn't use the figure four. <laughs> Wait, he used the figure I think four? I might have. Was that a hint? I think I might have. Well, he uses the figure four now. The finger and that four? wasn't a hint. But usually when, when Triple H goes for a submission, he goes for the figure four. He doesn't do the inverted Indian anymore. Uh, All right, DP, I got my answer. I guess I do, too. I don't fucking know, man. I'm way off. but I think I got it. Let's see the answers. SummerSlam 98 versus Ken Shamrock. HBK in the Elimination Chamber. God. I did it again. Oops, I... It again. I got won it. this game. I'm so fucking good. Oh, baby, baby. Go ahead, AJ. Let I, everybody I, I, know how much I want. Tiebreaker questions. Like, holy crap. You need uh, Tiebreakers need to be like a closest one going numbers. over. Closest to. Yeah, that's yeah, got to be your tiebreakers. It's got to be prices right rules. So the wait, wait, wait. So DP said 1998 in SummerSlam against Ken Shamrock. And Tunney said 2002 Elimination Chamber, correct? I said HBK in the Elimination Chamber. Well, that was the 2002 <laughs> Elimination Chamber that we're all thinking of. Well, whatever you're doing right now, you're making it so DP wins. The Elimination Chamber was in the 2000s. So begrudgingly, I'll be close with the year. And Tunney wins because... Yeah, of Tunney wins! This is total good shit! Because it was against Booker T at WrestleMania 19. The last time that he pulled off the inverted Indian deathlock. God damn it, you mother... I need more questions. Oh, uh, there's not enough liquor and therapy in the world to undo that. Play that Tim Allen theme. Cause Tony just won. Oh, baby, baby. Yeah, shake your head, DP. Shake your head! Hang it in disgust! Throw your chair! Throw it over your laptop! And then throw the chair! That's fine! Don't throw the computer! Oh my god, he's boosting it over there! Look at him! There he goes! Holy shit! He is pissed! Fuck! <laughs> oh, break! We'll be right back! Bullshit! Sierra Hotel! India! Echo! Lima! Delta! Shield! Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. Angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. Shot Network. Thechairshot.com. 
always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for a cool new t-shirt to wear to your next indie show, because they're coming back right now and the Bucks are just hitting some threes, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. We have plenty of tees to make you look more aesthetically pleasing. And what better way to show up with a Platt Blaz 2020 t-shirt? Buy the shirt. Don't support the campaign. I'm PC Tony. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen. It's time for last call. Play your own goddamn last calls. Last call. Alcohol. What do you mean it's last call? I just DP off, apparently. <laughs> he just ran away. He said shit, fuck shit, and he fucking ran away. Fucking <laughs> Batman terrorist sitting in the background. AJ's going to pour some more. Oh, he's just going with the bottle. He's going to pour some more into his glass. He clearly doesn't have plans tonight. <laughs> clearly. He's just going to call his brother an asshole about five more times before he goes to bed. And that's hey, it. Yeah. hey it's, it's not insulting if it's the truth. We all know this. <laughs> hey, something coming up and i know you've been dying to continue your coverage of nwa and we're going to get to that in the weeks coming but two weeks from tuesday let everybody know what's happening with the nwa two weeks from tuesday uh the nwa is actually going to do a partnership show on the 15th of september where they've already announced a couple of matches a couple of people that'll show up of course my personal favorite from uh mlw alexander hammerstone's going to be there and Mike Bennett, Mike Canellis, whatever you want to call him, will actually face Nick Aldis for the NWA World Championship. Will it be a miracle if uh, Bennett could get Sweet Charlotte first time ever? So uh, I mean, I feel like it's time for Aldis to give that title up, but to Bennett, I'm not sure, unless what kind of plans they have for him. So that's just my opinion there, man. DP... Uh, top 10 video games for a winner is you this past week. I can let you know that I will have a PGA Tour 2K21 article review for you this week. I have plenty of time to do that, and maybe I'll show up on a winner is you, depending on when you podcast, but why don't you plug that a little bit? I know we're both going to be on Bandwagon Nerds again tomorrow, recording with Big Dave. Uh, POD seems to be like he may actually be on leave this week, and... Christopher Platt, Ray Cash, and myself will definitely be doing a three-man weave, covering everything that's going on. Um, this country needs equality, man. DP, why don't you go ahead and plug uh, Winner Is You? Yeah, for, uh, for sure. 100% agree with you on that one. And uh, Winner Is You yeah, continues on. <clears throat> we hit episode 10, and we thought, what better place to do our first top 10 episode than episode 10? Did video games of all time. I know you've heard mine once before if you listen to Bandwagon Nerds, but we did it again for fun. And we got the rest of the guys, which was very eye-opening and surprising to hear their top tens, which was really cool um, with our difference of opinions on the genres that we like. So it was kind of neat to hear that from those guys. Uh, So make sure you tune in to that one, which just dropped uh, last week as you're listening to this. Make sure you follow that at... A winner is you, the letter U, a winner is you on both Twitter and Facebook. And that aforementioned ProWrestlingTees.com slash a chair shot. You mentioned uh, wrestling shirts or the Platinum Blaz shirt, but make sure you pick up the A Winner Is You t-shirts as well. We had a second one show up with, uh, if you're a big fan of Zelda, 
we used the it's dangerous to go alone take this and we kind of modified it to fit our moniker of it's dangerous to game alone take this with a little chair shot logo instead of the triforce and i think it's really awesome so make sure you go support that as well and buy yourself a t-shirt i love it all right last call this week is going to be the fatal four-way iron man match for the nxt championship finn balor adam cole johnny gargano tomasa champa gentlemen before i reveal the votes on the poll that i put out this week which was who you got aj what are you looking for in this match and who do you see coming away brand new nxt champion i'm i'm looking forward to 60 minutes of quite possibly some of the best wrestling you've probably seen all year adam cole we, we saw what he did with Pat McAfee, who barely knows how to wrestle, just learned how to or, or practice for 12 days. And I'm not just saying that because I, I love Pat McAfee and I've listened to everything that he does. But Adam Cole carried that match, brought everything perfectly. Tommaso Ciampa, also a great wrestler in the ring, psychologically physically on the mic everything gargano gargano being the 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 nice little whiny heel like oh no i'm better my, my wife will help me but i'm better and then finn balor the quite possibly the best nxt champion when they have the when they created the nxt this will be if the best match you've probably ever seen and i'm not trying to take away from uh impact since that's andrew's wheelhouse i'm, I'm since it's on tuesday why would you because i've already said he's an asshole about seven times on this podcast what why not an eighth no but i mean impact why would you go that route Ugh. <sighs> it's, like a natty, it's like a natty best Natty Ice. Anyway, he, he still needs to review stuff too. Come on, he still he still needs this too. I, I need it more, but regardless, but you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna see sixty minutes of some really good wrestling, some really really good spots, some really dangerous spots, but in the end, I think that the Prince Prince Devitt. Finn Balor is going to become a two-time NXT champion. I love I love that they made this an Iron Man match rather than just a fatal four-way or like an elimination match or anything because it keeps all four of them involved for the entire time this match goes on, which is awesome and they can do some pretty special things with that and it it gives everybody an opportunity to win this thing and I love the opportunity that we get to see like a handful of pinfalls randomly to try and one up and get that extra pinfall over some, you know, and be in the lead with pinfalls and, and whatever they want. You know, they have so many different things you can do with an Iron Man match that you couldn't do in just an elimination match or something like that. So like you said, AJ, there's, this is for incredibly, spectacular wrestlers and you're going to see some awesome stuff and this is just going to be a ridiculously good match and i love that they're doing this and that i think pc said it earlier you know that 
the second half of NXT is just going to be them in an Iron Man match for an hour, and that's awesome. And, man, you could really see anybody coming out of this thing with it. I mean, former all former champions, all former NXT champions, Ciampa just kind of coming back. You know, he took the loss from Karrion Cross, and if he takes that title and when Cross comes back and them two feuding over it, amazing. Adam Cole never got the opportunity to fight Cross because they gave the title to Keith Lee, where Karrion Cross was coming after Cole initially. Get that payoff eventually. Finn Balor, who's just been killing it and helping guys get over but still getting the wins on NXT he could be a perfect person to take this title for a while and eventually pass the torch to Karrion Cross when he comes back. Gargano I've, is almost kind of like the left out one, but how can you leave him out? So I love anybody of this, anybody here winning this thing. The fact that they kind of took the title off Cole and it seemed like he was eventually getting this call up here pretty soon, I don't feel like he's going to win it. I'm down to Ciampa or Balor winning this thing. I love the idea of Ciampa winning, holding the title again and end up fighting Cross down the road here for the title. It's hard to pick against Finn Balor because it seems like the odds on favor for him and I want to pick him. But to be different, I guess, I'm going to stick with Ciampa. I would love to see him come out of here with the title and get old, uh, what do you call it? What was Goldie. This? Goldie, Jesus. Yeah, Kevin Goldie again for a while. Because if you're not going to put him on the main roster, give let's give him another title run. He deserves it. I think it'd be awesome to see him hold it for for a little while here, and finally and get another shot at carrying Cross down the line, and they could have a really good feud. So, I'll go with Champa. I like I like him coming out of here. So, AJ, you got Finn. DP, you got Champa. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. Finn, we got plenty of votes on this one, too. You folks can go ahead, and if you want to know how many votes, just follow me at PC Tunney. It's my pinned tweet. Cast your vote, and you'll see how many people have voted. It, it, we, we did it. We got a nice little poll going here. There's a couple days left as we head towards NXT. Adam Cole has 6% of the vote. Johnny Gargano, 5% of the vote. So I should have started the other way. Ciampa, 30% of the vote, and Finn Balor has been very convincing in the internet wrestling community. 59% of the vote. I don't think they can go wrong here. I I think Cole is the least likely, even over Gargano, just because it feels like the Undisputed Era is either headed towards a War Games match, which I know was mentioned on Pod is War, with, with possibly Pat McAfee and, and the rest of his crew there. And that's a way to get, you know, NFL players into a match and kind of hide their non-wrestling things. Um, I don't think it's Cole. I, I, I really want to believe it's Finn Balor, but he's just done the best job of convincing you in his promos. And that's Finn Balor because he's the most seasoned, most experienced, held the most prestigious out of all of them titles. He's held the WWE World Championship. So... I don't know. I want to say it's Finn. Go ahead. Universal, not world. <laughs> yeah, he, it's a world he... champ. I said a world championship. Okay. <laughs> no, but when you cl- I, no, I, I, I know, I know, I get, it. I get you. With the WWE World Title and with the WCW or the World Heavyweight Championship, yes, right? Yes. So those three belts, I'm, I'm those picking. three belts to me, I def- right? I just define them to clarify it as world championships. Yes. Okay. So I get what you're saying, but. I, man, 
you're, you're going to pick Ciampa. You're going to pick Balor. It's not going to be Cole. I got Johnny Wrestling winning this I was match. Best. Are you going to go Johnny Wrestling on I'm this? I'm going Johnny Wrestling. Yeah. Wow. So, Everyone's on their own little island on this one. An A for Finn, a P for Gargano, and a big D for Ciampa. <laughs> So, so, did you personally know that, or? I'm just going by. I'm just talking about. He is from Wisconsin. He is from Milwaukee. (laughs) Oh, Snapdog Wireless. There we go. (laughs) That would be if I started a wireless company, it'd be Snapdog Wireless. All right. Nothing. Okay, cool. All right. Better in cricket. (laughs) That's what you got. (laughs) Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Last thoughts here on this weekend, the upcoming NXT show, wrestling in general. Uh, happy Saturday. Shout out to everybody listening to this podcast. Go ahead, AJ. Tell everybody where they can find you after your last thoughts as well. Uh, well, wrestling's really picking up this week, uh, especially since, you know, I'm a Belaz, I'll say it. New Japan just had their uh, show that they just came out with. Evil defending both the IWGP Intercontinental Championship and World Heavyweight Championship against Tetsuya Naito. And a whole lot more other great matches that came out of that. And then, you know, we're getting payback tomorrow. We're going to get an Iron Man match for the NXT title. You're getting a lot of good wrestling with a lot of good talent doing a lot of good things. So with that being said, you can find me on the Twitter machine at PhenomenalAJB. You can also find me on ChairShot doing wrestling news, opinions, and articles. And also doing video game articles. I know I've been dragging my feet on the whole Uncharted 2 review. I'm working on it. I've been actually been enthralled with playing uh, Uncharted 4 at the moment. I'm currently stuck at an area, but I will figure it out in the meantime. But I will get all four of the numerical games done. So, DP, where can they find you and where can they hear you on the social medias and on ChairShot? I'll start by saying that, you know, WWE came out and said, you know, we're going to do some changes, we're going to do some different things or whatever, and they brought you raw underground and they put a McMahon on television and it was like, okay... And they brought a group that you had no idea who they were, and it was kind of like, this is kind of shit. This is what we're going to get. Kind of awful. And I think there, a couple things that they've been doing recently have been pretty awesome. I, I love the Roman Reigns comeback and the little bit of a, you know, the heelish attitude he's got, and bringing in Paul Heyman as his as potentially his guy. And the final looks like potential finally payoff for Retribution, and it looks like they finally defined who's going to be in there from what it seems. Potentially some good stuff coming, and I like it, and I think Payback can be really good, and like you said, the Fatal 4-Way is going to be pretty awesome for NXT, so some really good stuff to look forward to, I think, and hopefully some good storylines to come out of it, so very excited for wrestling, that's for sure, and if you don't like what I'm talking about, you can follow me and tell me your opinions all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me, DPP, and you can also... Follow the mentioned A Winner Is You podcast, which is our video game podcast, and that's on Twitter and Facebook at A Winner Is You, the letter U. 
And of course, this old DWI podcast that we're on at Podcast DWI and on Facebook at facebook.com slash DWI podcast. That's a lot of empty bottles, brother. There you go. <laughs> so I want you to head over to thechairshot.com. I want you to check out the Chairshot Radio Network. There's so many good podcasts that I'm not even going to name them all right now. Um, I, I do want to say RIP Cliff Robinson. Former sixth man of the year, great trailblazer, great NBA career past. Luda Olson, Arizona basketball coach, NCAA championship winner for the Arizona Wildcats. And Chadwick Bozeman, uh, an actor of his generation. You know, everybody knows him from Black Panther. Obviously, he played Jackie Robinson in 42. He played James Brown in Get On Up. Played Thurgood Marshall in Marshall. Those are four iconic roles. And Chadwick Boseman is just lost from us way too soon. I want to see equality for all. Black Lives Matter. And if you're not listening, you're not doing your job as an American or as a human being on the planet right now. You need to listen to what people are saying and, and think about it. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Continue to go to thechairshot.com. We do the best we can. We literally have a great group of people that love putting out content for you. They love wrestling. They love entertainment. They love sports. They love sports entertainment. So head on over to thechairshot.com. And as for this show, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D. D. My earballs. Yeah, let me yeah, steal some from. Let me steal some from Tunny. Oh, it sounds like angels. These cookies taste like grandma. <laughs> me feel English? That's impossible. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.